Hey everybody, and welcome back to Ensuing Confusion, an actual play RPG podcast where we are deep into our modified scum and villainy campaign. Uh, You can find us now on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can head to our website, ensuingconfusion.pinecast.co, all one word. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, ensuing podcast all one word again Uh, and please if you're listening to us drop us a review tell your friends that really helps get the word out and the more people that listen the more fun it is for everybody so thank you so very much Uh, let's move on to the players Uh, i am your host producer and game master i added host this time sounds good i don't know uh (laughs) Connor Sheridan, uh, and I am joined today by Cleric, playing Myriad the Muscle. Uh, Myriad has muscle. I not. I don't really have muscle. Cleric the Muscle, Catherine playing Gadget the Mechanic. That's me. Kitty playing Quell the Mystic. Oh, hello there. <laughs> I didn't see you there. Uh, and Tony playing Augustine the Speaker. Complete with herbs and spices. Yes. A secret blend. <laughs> you know you'd better bring those herbs and spices when we're playing Scum and Villainy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and in our last episode, we had a, uh, I think it's fair to say thrilling, uh, escape from the Landberg of Dime, Quell's hometown, uh, as you all took your your somewhat waterproof ship down a basically a white water rapids turned waterfall, sort of fifty you know fifty percent of one fifty percent of the other, uh, as you made your escape from a locked down landberg that was uh, being heavily patrolled by protectorate affairs officers, as you moved uh, both yourselves who are not in great. Uh, not in a great way with the Protectorate Affairs, and a uh, your new temporary charge, Chalice Without Want, who is an envoy of the mysterious Reverend Assemblage. And yeah, we left there with um, Quell helping to supercharge the Beluga, and Augustine, I, both Quell and um, Gadget were actually involved with that, that last-ditch effort to supercharge it. And Augustine narrowly keep uh, keeping from spilling uh, their what was it? Is it brandy? Is it is it piloting brandy? Is that what you prefer? I, I think it was brandy for the the trip. Yeah, it's just a travel brandy, <laughs> a light <laughs> travel brandy. <laughs> oh God, I could, I could just picture like the little like cat bar cabinet you have uh, in the <laughs> in the helm. <laughs> it's the. Augustine never indulges the point of, you know, overindulgence and also their boats. Is it different for boats? I don't know. Probably not. Don't don't drink and operate vehicles. You're not Augustine. Um, uh, And yes, you're you're now in transit to Arbalon, which is actually where Myriad's from, because it is uh, it's pretty off the grid. And the Union of Landbergs thinks that you could um, 
sort of help spread uh, Chalice Without Want's message, or Chalice could spread Chalice Without Want's message of um, support from the reverent assemblage to to the people of that Landberg. Uh, and I think we'll pick up uh, probably a few hours after you manage to escape from Dime. I'd say you probably have uh, most of a day's travel ahead of you until you get there. And <laughs> Quell, I think there were uh, a few things you wanted to do while you were in the air. Were there? I mean, yeah. I was just recently electrocuted, but only slightly. <laughs> so I'm okay. There was some cargo on the ship that you were curious about. Uh, there's actually an unusual amount of cargo on the ship right now. The smuggling compartment is full of anomalous cargo that um oh gosh what was it mm, an ashir. what was an ashir thank you uh an ashir purple asked you to to ferry for him uh or really just like hold on to for a while um and uh chalice without want also has uh, a large they have a large trunk that i think you were a little bit curious about so I didn't know if you wanted to make any moves there, but I wanted to leave the floor clear for you in case. <laughs> well, I know that I definitely wanted to uh, ask Gadget, who has such a keen, an observational mind, if she would be up for, uh, you know, taking a peek in some of the cargo that we have shoved into our smuggling compartment. Gadget's pretty much convinced that Chalice is part of an is the, the Assemblinati. Um, so obviously she needs to find out what's in her trunks and her suitcases to make sure that there's nothing that could uh, be potential tracking devices that would lead them back to us. Um, so yeah. Now with Chalice, I mean... Chalice's pronouns are, are they, them, by the way. And I don't blame you at all because I messed those pronouns up so many times in the episode where I introduced them. Sorry about that. Quell really likes Chalice. Quell likes Chalice quite a bit. And so... Quell would respect Chalice's privacy, but if Gadget was really anxious about it, Quell would suggest that we just ask Chalice if we can go through their stuff with them. <laughs> right? I mean, I just want to know what the heck they're bringing with them if they were told just to bring the essentials and they've got this massive overpacked trunk. I mean, are they bringing anvils? Is that what people bring in trunks? I don't know. I've never owned a trunk. Maybe mm -hmm. I slept in one once. Mm -hmm. Under normal circumstances, can we let Chalice know what we're planning to do? Um, <laughs> and Gadget goes through her spy gear uh, where she has like false thumbprints uh, and thermal scanners. You know, just making sure that when we do go through her stuff, there's no evidence that could trace it back to us. But Chalice is a marshmallow. Chalice <laughs> is a beautiful, delicious marshmallow who I think I already love. And so yeah. we That's what they want are you, you to think. Are you are you hungry, Quell? <laughs> well, you know what? Chalice is not a marshmallow for eating. Chalice is a marshmallow for making crafts out of so you can admire them for years to come. Oh, okay. There is different kinds of marshmallows. I don't know if that's any better. Usually when I make crafts out of marshmallows, I stab them with toothpicks. Are you going to stab Chalice with a toothpick? 
No. First of all, I don't have a toothpick. And if I did, I wouldn't waste it by stabbing somebody with it. <laughs> Second of all, chalice, chalice is sweetness and light. What are we missing about chalice? Chalice is like the laughter of a baby. Like, What are we missing from chalice? We can find out by going through their stuff. Okay, so chalice is clearly preoccupied with something as you're all just talking about whether to look through their belongings or stab them with toothpicks. Um, no, also, I love I that we've established... Sorry. No, I, I know that you. I know that you don't want to stab Chalice with a toothpick. Don't worry, I'm not. But I do love that we've established the character detail that Myriad does a lot of arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that Chalice, Chalice is an amazing person who may be a bit strange, but that's okay. You know, strange doesn't equal suspicious and bad. Gadget, not always. Uh, probability speaking here, uh, it's non-zero number, so I think it'd be better to be safe than sorry. <laughs> could we could we try my my way first and ask, and then if you aren't satisfied, you can use all your cool spy tech that you you know acquired somehow, probably definitely illegally, and we can go from there. I have an idea. We can do both. So oh. Gadget can just look through the stuff while you are asking. Oh my uh, god, Myriad, you are so smart. Doesn't that really like <laughs> defy the purpose of, of asking? But at least <laughs> you are asking and Gadget, you can ask, but Gadget can just do whatever Gadget wants. I mean, that's true. I am totally up for just using the spy gear to go through the stuff we have in the smuggling compartment, which is uh, purple family stuff. Because, I mean, we're all basically purple family. We're keeping it in the family. It's all in the family. I mean, we're basically betrothed to be betrothed mm -hmm. to, to Solomon at this point. So, I mean... This is either going to be totally forgiven or this is going to be some Bluebeard type stuff where, like, Solomon's going to come back and find out what we did and murder us all. I don't know. By the way, uh, listening to the recordings, I, I realized that I must have said it wrong at the start. You don't have the skull of Solomon purple, clearly, because the skull of Solomon purple is attached to the spinal cord of Solomon purple. And they're, they're the person who gave you those jobs before. You have the skull of Atlantis purple, who yeah. is, you know, a centuries-old figure who invented uh, skyships. Um, Which but, is just please go further <laughs> supporting that we are just deeply enmeshed with the, the purple family at this point. I mean, we're betrothed to be betrothed. We have their remains on board. And I don't know what's going on between <laughs> Captain and that other purple, but I sensed some definite romantic slash sexual tension. So. <laughs> there, was, there was tension for sure. <laughs> of some sort. Uh, but yeah, I think Chalice is probably... Um, I think skyship travel is still extremely novel to them, so they're probably up on the decks right now, uh, which is why they're not overhearing this discussion. Um, you know, I think they're probably seated up there and just like, you know, maybe scribbling in like a journal that they keep with them. <gasps> so cute! <laughs> the, the wind probably like rustles the pages around, but they've got it like weighed down with, with like, you know, rocks or something. Never um, trust somebody who keeps a journal. 
Where did they get rocks on our ship? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> they No, they're not weighing it down with anything. They're just trying really hard. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you. Um, what do you want to do? You could ask your captain to settle this for you, <laughs> or you could just do it. No, we can't. We can't tell Captain because Captain is going to say that we're not allowed to go through the stuff in the smuggling compartment. It's much better to just let Captain catch us doing it and ask forgiveness later. I love how Augustine is now called Captain. (laughs) I've always called Captain Captain. Okay. Then I think we can cut to... It's Colonel. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly it's Colonel. Uh, Augustine usually hangs out on the bridge. Uh, is that right? Yeah, I was going to ask, are you having this conversation by a talkie tube? Probably. I mean, <laughs> we're not being super stealthy about it. <laughs> I think you, where you are on the bridge, probably like with your chair leaned back behind the, the wheel, um, you can see Chalice sitting out on the deck, and maybe you can hear the echoes of this through the, through the talkie tube. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, last time I had told... Well, not to go through the crates, but they took it as a don't go through the crates now. Wait until <laughs> we're not in, in port. Yep. Which was so smart, uh-huh. right? Good thinking, Captain. That's why you're in charge. So I, I'll, I'll call down through the uh, talkie tube. If you open those crates... Because you're, t- are you, no, you're talking about going through Chalice's stuff right now, not the crates. I think um, I'm talking about both. We're talking yeah. about both. Yeah, you're talking about both. If you go through the crates, Gadget, mm. I know you know how to get in them without making it seem like you've been in them. So you're in charge. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we totally just got permission. All right. <laughs> and... We have a guest. Don't go through their stuff without asking. <gasps> That's what I was saying. <laughs> but you see, see this is listen, why you... listen. Mm-hmm. That's why you mm-hmm. go through their stuff and ask at the same time. That way you're technically still asking. No. <laughs> Speaking of which, does anyone know where our little marshmallow is? He's up on deck. Uh, so yeah, I guess you have implicit permission from the captain to go through that other stuff, and obviously, you know, Augustine doesn't see everywhere. Although Augustine does always know when you're lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Augustine is slightly omniscient like that, uh, but you know, you could still totally do it just if if they ask you about it later. Uh, you know, I'm pretty sure Augustine just gave us permission and said that we just can't get caught. That's pretty much what I heard. <laughs> about the smuggling crates or about uh the smuggling crates mm-hmm. well i i said that gadget knows how <laughs> knows it was in charge because gadget knows how to make it so they can That's get fine. in the crates and close it without leaving evidence which is that so the crates smart were open. it's a good plan captain uh so yeah what do you do? All right. Well, I'm assuming that they have something rigged um, 
uh, on these chests. So what I want to do is I want to use my spy tools, my spy gears to um, rig up a system where I can open up the lock without any detection that the locks have been tampered with. I'm obviously using my false fingerprints because there's no way I want this being traced back to me. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get those? Whose fingerprints are those? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's let's not ask. <laughs> um, the the less you know, the less you'll be re- you'll be burdened with the knowledge of. <laughs> uh, okay, so if you wanted, yeah, you can. Uh, you can mark your your spy tools, uh, and I think that will give you. That's kind of what making what's making it possible for you here, mm-hmm. and to try to get. You know, you, you head to the smuggling compartment in the back of the, in the back of where is the smuggling compartment? Is it in the back of the regular cargo hold? And there's just like a false wall, or false bulkhead. I guess that's what you call them on ships, right? That that would make the most sense. Okay. Because if. Because if we want to load anything big, it's not like yeah. we're going to drag it through the halls of the sh- the ship. Mm-hmm. And you thunk your your fist just on the right spot, and you know the panel kind of like pops a jar. You slide it open, and yeah, there's probably I'd say three kind of large pieces of. There's probably like two crates and one kind of uh, beat up looking but still very nice suitcase. On top. Oh, let's go take a look at the suitcase first. Okay. Wait, is that is that Chalice's suitcase? No, Chalice's you... stuff is in the cargo hold with everybody okay. else's. All right. Well, that's totally fine then. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you moved it there, but there, was, I specifically said there wasn't room in the cargo hold because they <laughs> they they filled <laughs> up your cargo hold. So if you wanted to try to open this suitcase without leaving a trace. Uh, it would be a uh, risky standard rig. I believe in you. <laughs> I believe in your mechanical know-how paired with your uh, anxious conspiratorial mind. And that would well, definitely I was get this open. So, so eager to find out what's inside these cases. I, I almost made a mistake but but you know a muscle memory kicked in at the last moment and oh is, is that your roll did you roll already yeah oh, okay so you got a five a one and a one uh Ooh. so on a risky standard do 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 you do it but there's a consequence you suffer harm a complication occurs you have reduced effect you end up in a desperate position so yeah you can get it open without forcing it Mm-hmm. But you notice as you're opening it that there's nothing really particularly high tech about this. There's just a paper seal pasted on the inside and <gasps> it starts to tear. But you can resist that if you want. Abs- oh, uh, <laughs> do I want to resist? You don't want to disappoint Captain, do you? <laughs> I don't want to disappoint the Captain. I'd get, get in so much trouble. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going to have to resist this. How am I going to resist it? Uh, it would be with. It would be with your insight. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you got a three, four, and a five. So you'll take one stress. Six minus five. And yeah, you managed to catch it just at the right moment. 
uh the there's some like tension in the in the paper seal but you just managed to to stop it from opening at just the right moment um and you can kind of peek inside a- absolutely and it's full of bricks <gasps> construction bricks do you relay this information <laughs> we're all waiting expectantly suspicious looking construction bricks no to gadget yes <laughs> okay yeah i can't say to gadget what is suspicious or not <laughs> i wouldn't even begin to assume <laughs> you have to admit the suitcase full of bricks and a piece of paper is very unusual this is definitely a red herring they definitely want us to think <laughs> that there was something important in here um Obviously, this means that the items in the crates are more valuable because if I was somebody who was stealing a high-ticket item, I'd go for the luxurious-looking suitcase first. So now that we established that the suitcase was just a red herring, we we need to investigate the crates next. Or there's something that's been encased inside of the bricks. (laughs) Uh, Augustine, I have a question for you. Did you have that thing where you could tell if people were lying to you at the start of the of um when did you get that uh, did you get that before or after your conversation with uh i think it was after okay i think it was the end of last session okay good to know but yeah that's what's in that case at least from what you can see without popping that that seal open no if this is suspicious this is all suspicious. Either that this is some kind of weird test of Captain's loyalty, because Captain clearly has some kind of complicated history with the person who asked him to do this, or there's something that's hidden within the bricks, and the bricks were just a deterrent, or or drugs. the bricks themselves are somehow magical. Drugs. Or drugs. Or <laughs> drugs. Here's the three-hour session about bricks. i mean gadget you have it cracked open a little bit could you slip your hand in and scoop one of the bricks out oh that makes a lot of sense we can analyze one of the bricks and see if there's any unusual qualities or i mean you could just get some brick dust on your finger and rub it on your gums and see what happens (laughs) you think you got it's cocaine i don't know what it is okay it's a brick Mm. Okay. Would, would would there even be knowledge about bricks of cocaine in today's world? We're knowledgeable about we're knowledgeable about drugs. Yeah. I don't know what kind of drug it is, but I do know usually if you put a drug in your body, something happens. So <laughs> for science gadget. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, do you do you tell Augustine about this, or do you keep going at it? I do. Right now, I'm going to keep going at it. I might okay. reserve one of the bricks for analysts later mm-hmm. and then, you know, put it back in the suitcase when we're done. Uh-huh. But next, I have to go through uh, through the crates. Um, I'll do the first crate, the one that's stacked on top next. Okay. Uh, I think in this case, it's going to be controlled standard because you have a better idea of what to expect. More bricks. Okay, we got a six, a three, and a two on your rig. Nice. You pop this one open, and uh, it's just like the last one. It's got a paper seal. But since this is a crate and not like a suitcase that has a hinge, I think you can find out a way to pry the top off while leaving the paper seal intact. 
Okay. And it is also full of bricks. That's it. Quell kind of clambers up a bit, lifts herself up so that she can get within uh, reach of a brick. And she just runs a finger across it and uh, sticks it in her mouth. <laughs> it's not the first time she's done something. Okay? <laughs> I mean, it, it was the oil last time. Yeah, That's exactly, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Look, you know, sometimes in the name, for, depending on the scientific you know, approach the scientific genre that you're in, you have to, you know, taste things, right? Mm -hmm. So she's, she's also being a person of science and is going to lick the brick dust. (laughs) You lick it and it tastes like brick. Mm. Definitely tasted brick before. (laughs) Well, so it just tastes, it tastes like, you know, clay, basically. I don't, know how to describe the taste of a brick it tastes like a brick but, okay but what is but what's the brick's origin i mean can't well tell yeah yeah have i tasted a brick like this before uh it's <laughs> yeah it tastes like the other bricks you've tasted on dime oh these are dime bricks who did they rip off to get a bunch of bricks on dime we need those for building things <laughs> And, and Gadget's a little bit more panicking because uh, there must be something more to this than just bricks. And she's looking carefully, like each individual brick, picking them up, turning it over, make sure there wasn't anything hidden inside of it. All right. The last crate. This must be it. This must be the whole reason why it's here in our possession. Mm-hmm. Controlled standard. I'm really feeling like this person just did this to, to mess with Kathy. Six, four, and five. Uh, yep, you get you pop that one open the same, and it is another crate of bricks with a paper seal. Maybe the paper seals are what's important. <laughs> is there anything written on the seals? Uh, I think there's probably like a little purple family logo, whatever their cool logo looks like, like kind of stamped on. I wonder who Captain owed a favor to have us tote these bricks all over. <laughs> you could ask. Uh, I think that Quill's gonna... First, Quill would be like, I'm gonna go to the talkie tube. But then, realizing, you know, that this whole thing seems a bit suspicious, and maybe adopting a little bit of a Gadget's intense conspiracy theory mindset, she decides maybe... They're listening in somehow. Maybe it's through the bricks. I don't mm-hmm. know. Listening bricks. So Quell comes back to, to Gadget and Moon is like, I think we should let Captain know about this. Can we take a brick up to Captain? As long as you don't think they'll somehow detect it. I mean, they might, but I already licked one. So if they've got like saliva detectors, I'm already in deep trouble. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> I, yeah, you could take a brick out of either of the open crates. So it would be tough to get it out of the suitcase. Yeah, we, we take out a brick, um, at least one. I'm going to have to take one back to my workshop and see if there's maybe something embedded inside the brick. Maybe mm-hmm. these were recently crafted and each one contains something on the inside and you'd have to break it open. So it's actually precious cargo that looks like masonry bricks. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm going to be real honest. It tastes a lot like dime. And I've been in enough scraps on dime to know what dime brick tastes like. <laughs> Ooh. Wow. Quell, are these like spirity bricks? Do these have like a brick spirit in it? I mean, I can check. I've never found a spirit inside of a brick before, but I can try. Like, is it going to like, like get whales and and lightning <laughs> brick <laughs> from these bricks? Oh, that was something else entirely. They like copper, but I can check on the bricks. Okay. Uh-huh. So Quell takes a brick and kind of hefts it in her hands uh-huh. and reaches out with her mind to connect with whatever spirits or essences may be involved with or imbued in the bricks. Okay. Uh, and we'll, we'll get to your, to your attempts here, don't worry, but we'll cut back to Augustine leaning back in the chair, probably getting increasingly concerned about having heard nothing from this trio. <laughs> God, we're like toddlers. The longer we're quiet, the more worried you should be. Yep. And uh, we see uh, from behind uh, Augustine's shoulder, Chalice kind of stands up and they, they brush off their their pants from sitting on the, the deck. Uh, they, they, they close up their journal and they kind of start, start heading in. Uh, but Quell, yes, you couldn't attune here. Uh, I think it's going to be controlled limited if you want to try to communicate with the brick spirits. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I Quell is feeling on a high after feeling so connected and and um, connected with the, the whale spirits, feeling really like taken in and feeling their compassion. So Quell's mm-hmm. like, this has opened a whole new world. And just like anybody who just knows enough to be dangerous, Quell is starting to feel like, uh, uh, confident and eager mm-hmm. to exercise her abilities, uh-huh. which means that she's definitely cruising for a reason. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. So you said it's a it's a controlled limited. Mm-hmm. How could I make that more effective? Pushing yourself, getting help. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to ask uh, Gadget for help because Rick's. You see, bricks are not totally natural in the sense that they are crafted by man, right? They come from the the mechanization of mankind, but they are crafted from natural elements like dirt. Okay, well, like clay, right? So maybe together we can come up with like a combo attack or a combo (laughs) attunement and reach the brick spirit. In a way that will resonate with it. Again, this is whole community with the with uh, a machine spirit's new to gadget, and she kind of thinks of Quell as you know her mentor, her guide. So if, if Quell says you can talk to this brick, damn, she's going to give it a try. <laughs> <laughs> we just need to like really focus intently on the brick and let our minds reach out to connect with the brick. Speak with the brick machine god. <laughs> it is the brick machine god. We are the mortar of your vision. <laughs> the way to really get what the brick is saying is to just hit yourself in the head with it. 
I've already tasted it. I'm not going to damage my brain any further than it's probably already been damaged from all the substances I've been exposed to on dying. Uh, yeah, it would definitely come with some of those like California warnings. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, yeah, Myriad, if you want to assist, you can spend your current connection clock with Quell's worth of stress and give that many uh, assist options. Wait, me? Or... You mean Gadget. Yeah, sorry, Ga- I always mix up Myriad and Gadget. I'm sorry about that. For gadget. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Myriad can too if you want, but we were kind of framing the whole scene around Gadget. Um, Right now I have two ticks on my clock for Quell. Okay. Excellent. Would you like to assist me? Yes. All right, we're going to do this thing. We are going to attune with the brick. What what uh, benefits are you giving? Yeah, gadget Sorry. choose, which uh, you can look on the bottom of the, the play mat here on roll 20 to see what oh, you can okay. give. I see, I see. Um, ooh, should we go for better effect? Yeah, we don't want it to be limited. We really want to talk to this brick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think that's going to be our best choice. Okay, so improved effect, that's one. Then you get another, since you're spending the two stress. Another effect. Sure. Oh my god. I think you <laughs> can pick them twice. I'm not sure if you can, but you know what? I love the idea of just you having just the great effect on this. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you now have <laughs> controlled great on this attune to the brick. as sweet. Quill holds it in her hands and just focuses. Okay. Uh, that's wonderful. Uh, because I am so enamored with just how ridiculous this is, mm-hmm. would everyone be okay with me spending a gambit? Okay. If there's something in this brick, <laughs> it's now or never. <laughs> I feel like there wasn't going to be anything in the brick, but now there has to be something in the brick. <laughs> we're like reaching back to the spirits that were in the clay when the brick was first crafted. Uh-huh. <laughs> as entertaining as it is, I'd rather save those for when we really need them. Okay. Uh, uh, let me Let me add that your gambits do refresh when you take on a job. So when you choose your load for the next job, they will refresh. Uh, it could be that you need them before you choose your next job. We do tend to do a little bit between between those <laughs> I things. I am okay with not spending a gambit. I just really want to talk to this brick. All right. All right. Just roll really well. Yeah. All right. No pressure. All. <laughs> Are you pushing yourself? Wait, what would that do for me? Because then you could either add a plus one D or improved effect, or I could offer you a devil's bargain. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have some stuff that will help me with that because I have, uh, let's see, I have warded. You may expend your special armor to resist the consequences of way attack or artifact use or push yourself when using mystic powers. And then I have the way, uh, oh no, that would let me spend a gamut instead of paying a stress cost. Right. But I can expend my special armor to push myself. Oh, yeah, you can do that, can't you? Hell yeah. Did you already expend it twice? I know I did it at least once. I really can't remember from the last time we played. I think you did it twice. Well, I'm going to push myself. What does that give you two stress? Yep. Where's my stress at? Yeah, I'll do it. Why not? (laughs) All right. Or or I could offer you a devil's bargain. No, no, no. 
I'll save right. those for later. So now I have an extra die, right? Yep. You're at controlled. Okay. Great. One bonus. Two bonus dice. Controlled. <laughs> submit. Great. Submit. There we go. Are you ready for this? Okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. So what we, we have here <laughs> is four, four, three, four, one. <laughs> one of those should have been a six. I mean, statistically speaking, <laughs> you had decent odds of it being a six, but you still got a partial success. Yay, so, I'll take a partial success as we're all standing there in our our smuggling compartment, staring intensely at this brick, <laughs> trying to reach out with our minds. Yep. You know, yep. like some kind of really messed up Jedi. Augustine is starting to pull out a bottle at this point. <laughs> Myriad is sort of just shifting their weight, uh, watching uh gadget and quell as they're staring at a brick like uh okay <laughs> i like to imagine that we're kind of cr- like holding it between us sort of bent over it like okay uh-huh. just really focus your entire energy on the brick uh yeah so i think as gadget and and quell are focused on this brick probably like holding it between them um from in one of the little like holes of the brick, you you see, it probably looks like a hmm, like a, a little ladybug crossed with because it's always two things. What would it be for a brick? Mason bee. <laughs> a mason bee. Oh yeah, I think I've seen those before. Can we have a mason bee ladybug cat? <laughs> no, it's always like uh, it's always a creature and then some kind of uh, odd yeah, substance. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think it's like a mason bee, but with that that kind of like craggy, crumbly uh, <gasps> red brick exterior. Uh, and it crawls out and it crawls onto your hand, uh, and you collectively share this this vision. Um, <laughs> now, if you'd gotten great effect, I was thinking, oh man, this is could be a really old brick. Uh, they maybe they'd see from like before the fracture, but you did only get a partial success, so I'm giving you reduced effect. <laughs> that's, that's okay. The mason bee is still pretty cute. Yeah. So you get a vision of some uh, partial cloudy picking up this brick and carrying it over to Inishir and just saying like, "Will this work?" Uh, and then Inishir saying, yeah, whatever, as long as it's heavy. <laughs> <laughs> Quell's mouth just kind of drops open, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, and then um, uh, Partial kind of like makes a gesture and you see a bunch of, you know, the, the people who are loading up your, your ship before start stacking up the bricks and powering them, you know, dropping them into the crates. And it becomes clear to you that this was a test of loyalty from Inishir. And they're I called not actually, it. They're not actually entrusting you with any precious cargo. I knew it. I knew that it was either that these were drugs or this was a test of loyalty. Uh, and the camera kind of pulls back from you. And I think we see that it's like, as you're in the back of the cargo hold, the camera, like, kind of the focus changes. And we see... Um, 
Chalice's traveling crate, just, you know, traveling trunk, just sitting in the foreground as you all (laughs) stand around and focus on these bricks. (laughs) (laughs) And they uh, walk downstairs, um, and I think they walk in, and they see you all gathered around this, and they're like, oh, what are, is this a ritual of some kind? Um, uh, <laughs> Quill kind of looks up <laughs> and is like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly realizes just how ridiculous we all must look. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we can cut on that, unless there's anything you really want to say. I want to know what Augustine's doing. I think yeah. that uh, Quell would be stammering in character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Augustine, are you just just keeping the course? Keeping the course, sipping his brandy. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't start yeah. the scene with the brandy. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you'd think that Gadget feel relieved knowing that this was just a red herring, uh, but she doesn't like to be proven wrong, um, and she feels that Chalice here is just is, is toying with us. Chalice keeps acting like they're so sweet and innocent because they're marshmallows. Mm-hmm. But they're being pedantic AF right now. Oh, is this some sort of ritual? Oh. Please. <laughs> <laughs> They've flipped their journal back open and they're starting to to make a few notes. They're just are they drawing the brick? Yeah. And the positioning. Of course they're taking notes on us. So they can report it back to the the assemblinati. Okay. Alright. <sighs> Myriad smart. They can get us out of this. I just need them to distract Chalice long enough. For me to secure the crates in the suitcase so it looks like it's untampered. Uh, I just need a few minutes here. We can't put this brick back, though. What? We can't <laughs> oh, put this brick spirit. back because of the spirit. We well, have from to what hold you, on to From what you've learned, um, they're probably not going to count the bricks when you bring them back. They're probably going to look at the paper seals and if they're not torn, be like, oh, huh, good for them. <laughs> and you know, dump out the bricks. So, uh, yes, what what Chalice would see is Quell suddenly like holding the brick closely to her chest, like mm-hmm. no, <laughs> can't go back. <laughs> and the and then Chalice, I think will will close the book and be like, oh, is this private? I'm sorry, I I should have asked first. Oh, uh, no, we're just um, we're taking stock of our building materials for assisting the building of shelter when we wind up at our ultimate destination. Oh, uh, Arbalon, you mean? That's a stopping point. (laughs) Oh, okay. Where, Where is your final destination, if you mind me asking? Oh, won't you look? No. <laughs> you know... I don't mean to pry. We don't actually know <laughs> what our final destination is. We kind of just wander until we feel like we're at the right spot. 
Yeah, you know how it is, like when you're really just looking for that one place you can call home. Well, we wanted to make sure we had a home with us wherever we went, so... I'm just cutting gestures at the bricks. <laughs> I think they, they smile so warmly and they're just like, that is such a beautiful thought. It actually reminds me of the essay I wrote. That's that's the reason I'm they picked me for an envoy. I won an essay I won an essay writing contest. Um I, I could share it with you if you want. <laughs> you have I think it? Quell would love to hear it. <laughs> but- you have it right now with you? Where? I memorized it. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's very sweet. Mm-hmm. Yes. We should probably all go up with the captain because the captain, I'm sure, would want to officiate. That's what captains do. I'm going to help Gadget pack up these crates. Quell, why don't you take a chalice up to Augustine? Okay. I'm taking this brick with me because <laughs> I'm feeling a little homesick. Understandable. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> so Quell Quell takes uh, the, the brick under one arm and kind of reaches out for chalice's hand with her Mm -hmm. other hand and it's like come on let's go and then as we're walking turns and looks over her uh her shoulder and gives gadget and myriad a very like clear like don't go through her stuff or through their stuff look (laughs) (laughs) chalice just squeezes your hand back and you know walks with you over the bridge (laughs) don't want you getting lost around these parts Mm -hmm. i think I, I'd really like to know what you think of the, um, of the, God, it's been so long since I thought about school essays. <laughs> How would you even phrase the The fourth page. I mean, uh, I guess it would be the, around the half hour mark. Um, <laughs> l- let me know what you think. <laughs> oh, you know, this sounds so great. We might have to do it installments. It might be too much all at once. Oh well, well we'll we'll play it by ear, okay? I think we've got a few hours left in the travel. Uh, uh, Cap- Captain Augustine. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and now I imagine the chalice is pulling well, and not the other way around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <sighs> All right. So um, yeah, I think chalice. And it, you know, introduces the essay, and um, we can cut from that because I'm not going to make up a three-hour-long <laughs> um, essay about written by a, a reverent assemblage <laughs> high schooler on the spot. Um, <laughs> and we have we the camera lingers on uh, Myriad and Gadget with the two open crates, an open briefcase, and an unguarded cargo hold. <laughs> All right. Um, when Quell and Chalice leave the room, uh, Gadget immediately lunges towards Myriad's arms, and, like is inspecting their wrists and their their elbows and their shoulders, and like kind of like bending it back and forth because Gadget has assumptions. She uh, she's not crazy. She just sees connections where connections don't necessarily exist in real life. Uh-huh. Uh, and she has suspicions that Myriad might be cybernetically enhanced. And we just went through like whitewater rafting. I want to make sure that 
you know, there's no corrosion in any of their <laughs> robotic joints, making sure they're okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, ga- gadget. What? What? This. That's my body. What? What are you? <laughs> it is your body, and it's moving just fine. Okay, I'm glad we had that established. I was a little worried about you for a moment there, but it seems like everything's running the way it should be. Okay, help me load these bricks back into the crates here. Right. Okay. <laughs> and I start hauling bricks into the crate and start. <laughs> I'm glad Myriad's here because Gadget's great at many things. Physical labor is not one of them. Mm-hmm. Don't worry, I'm not going to make you roll to literally carry bricks around. <laughs> Unless you want to like, try to juggle them or something. Uh, and uh, we can cut back, cut from that to uh, Chalice in the beginning stages of the speech. And I think, Augustine, this is actually a little bit more interesting than you were expecting because, well, A, you're not asleep already. Uh, and <laughs> B, you were asking before to see if you could like find any books about you know the Reverend Assemblage. Um, mm-hmm. you know, things that could tell you more about this, these people who you know so little about. And they're basically giving you like a intro, you know, um, a government class kind of breakdown. And they're telling you about how it's, um, how they, they, Chalice is so, um, proud to be part of this tradition of a republic and they're explaining, you know, how the the Senate is a key, uh, is the backbone of assemblage society, and how it's duly representative elective or duly elected representatives. That's what I was looking for. Are um, are appointed, and the various subcommittees that they form, and the you know the the concerns that they address, and how they bring in uh, new people from from new landbergs and how you know they they are appointed to different um to different jurisdictions basically to be represented by senators um i think i think it actually includes uh when uh when kind of a landberg comes in whole like historically that landberg would be integrated into the society and they would become part of the republic and they would get a senator sort of like you know roman republics at least I think. I don't know that much about Roman Republics. Like a good Republic, I guess I'd say. Um, <laughs> uh, and yeah, you're getting kind of that top level top level view here, which is uh, you can tell as Chalice is repeating it. They're like they're they're thoroughly indoctrinated. You know, they're talking about how this is all this is all the good stuff. This is all um, you know. There's no whiff of oh, but there's problems here or like here's things we need to fix. Um, they just seem to be very proud and happy with their, their, um, with where they're from. And I should add that they're, they're not indoctrinated in terms of being brainwashed. I think they're indoctrinated like a kid from public school is indoctrinated, you know, a kid from like any American public school is indoctrinated. Like that's just, that's just what we do. Right. Um, and that's the viewpoint you're getting here. Okay. Yeah, so this is something that Gadget probably would have also liked to know so that they can <laughs> even <laughs> dig their conspiracies deeper. <laughs> uh, okay, so Gadget and Myriad have finished putting the bricks away. Myriad, or not Myriad, the Chalice's traveling trunk is sitting there unguarded. Are you going to look into it? 
Oh, no. Quell was right. There was a reason why Chalice came into this room while we were looking through the crates. Chalice is on to us. If we were to look through their things now, they would know that we're on to them. So we can't tamper with the the with her suitcase with their suitcase now. Um it, it'd be too obvious. She's <laughs> they're they're definitely setting this up. <laughs> I don't know. You were able to cover your tracks with the other one pretty well. I don't know, Married, what do you think? Um I mean, there's no time like the present. <laughs> oh, no. I can always count on your wisdom. <laughs> Augustine said to ask, but he didn't say when to ask. Before or after, you know, didn't wasn't specified. Gadget thinks, but does not say that maybe Augustine's loyalties. Need to become to question sometimes. Especially when there's bricks in our smuggling compartment. Yeah, that's strange AF. Um, this is our only opportunity. We're going to have to go for it. <laughs> the captain's official edict on this matter was heavy sigh. <laughs> <laughs> Just opens one of the talkie tubes. <sighs> <laughs> I try to give Gadget some responsibility and show that they that I can trust them to you know do the right thing and <sighs> Oh yeah. By the way, I would have shown the brick to Captain when we went upstairs, by the way. <laughs> or at least responded if Captain asked about why I was hauling around a brick like like a baby doll in my arms. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but if we're going to open this thing, yes. we got to do it fast. We only got a couple hours of Chalice's essay <laughs> mm-hmm. to get through before. <laughs> uh, okay, well, yeah, if you want to pop this thing open, you can see on the outside, uh, there is a, it's a locked, you know, like a traveling trunk. Um, mm-hmm. It looks like a pretty simple lock. Uh, you could try to get it with, open without a trace, uh, probably with like a rig or something, or you could just force it open with a, with a scramble. Ooh, no, we're we're going to take our time on this one. All right. Uh, so it would be, I think, controlled and standard effect. Ah, nuts. Let's see. Oh, we got a two, a three, and a two. So on a controlled, you're blocked or you falter, press on by seizing a risky opportunity or withdraw and try a different approach. So yeah, what... This represents is it's actually taking longer than you'd expect. I guess they don't make locks mm-hmm. the same way in the reverend assemblage that you're used to. So you could try to open it, but it would be risky. It would be pressing it to the point where you're kind of worried that like people are probably going to start asking for bathroom breaks and Chalice may, you know, like actually come down to the cargo hold just to, you know, like uh, drop off some things or uh, look, check their notes. We're going to have to go for it because that could make a very interesting encounter metagaming wise. So <laughs> let's push right. forward. Yep. Risky standard. All right. A one, four and a two. So we'll use the four. And I think what this looks like is you're able to get it open, but you can tell that it's not going to close quite right again. Like you have to force it a little bit. And it, if they look closely, they'll probably be able to tell that something was done to the chest. You can try to resist that if you want. 
Oh, I'm so close to be at max stress. <laughs> Other people can resist consequences for you if you can justify it narratively. Um, I mean, I could try like helping to open it if I'm there with Gadget mm-hmm. struggling to open the trunk. Well, you're also like really hella strong. Maybe yeah. you can like take those crates of bricks and set it on top of the crate. Like when you bend a book, you got to flatten it back out. Yeah. <laughs> they won't notice. There we go. <laughs> uh, That's like not that a image. bad idea. <laughs> it's an idea. <laughs> what were you going to say, Augustine? I was going to say, it could even be that you see start gadgets starting to fluster. So you just tell her to, you know, slow down, take a deep breath. <laughs> I like the pressing it back into shape. Yeah. Thing. That's silly. I feel like, like Marion and Gadget are more likely to try to press it back into shape with the crates of bricks uh-huh. um, than to than to calm each other down by breathing. Yeah, I don't think either one of us follow the calm and collected philosophy mm-hmm. here. We have not heard of personal days or relaxation. So the pro stress. That's right. where we're going. So Myriad can <laughs> resist that a consequence for you. Um, keep in mind that if you roll a... If you don't get better than a two, you will take trauma. I mean, chances are I'm gonna. it's going to be prowess because, you know, the yeah. way you described it is 100% prowess. <laughs> so you've got very good chances, but I just, just want you to remember. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, roll better than a two, please. Ooh, oh, okay. Right. You oh, you got one. two sixes, so you clear a stress. Yes. You are so happy with your quick thinking here, or like you know your quick craftsmanship. <laughs> as you like, kind of the the hinge kind of pops open. You're like shit, shit, shit. You just like kind of bang it back down with a hammer or with a brick, with a brick. and then you see it's it's kind of out of shape now. So you're like shit, and you bang it again a couple times to kind of flatten it down. Myriad's read enough books to know what to do when something. I'm like, yeah, Comes out of this, shape. Is, this is just like something <laughs> that that uh, purple that purple and the Empress did. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> they banged. Banged. <laughs> so in middle school art class, uh, in middle school art class, we had a part where we made jewelry out of like metal. Uh, and we had the side of like a ball peen hammer and we'd like hit it to like give it like this kind of dappled effect. And I did it too much. And I thought, like, oh, crap, I'm kind of past the point of it being over-dappled. So I, I tried to hit it more to, like, kind of re-dapple it. But that <laughs> didn't work at all. So what I'm thinking here is Miri's doing that, but it works. <laughs> uh, and, yes, the, the chest pops open. Um, and you're able to kind of bang the hinge back in place quietly enough. Um, and you see there's, there's clothes, like the top layer of it is just, you know, clothes, probably like a few, um, bags probably looks a lot like the cargo you carry around. Well, yeah. If they have anything suspicious, they're not just going to put it straight out in the open. Mm -hmm. Uh, gotta, gotta investigate a little bit more deeply here. Um, so I take my vision-enhancing goggles and I put them over, <laughs> uh-huh. and they look like sweet, like Kamina goggles because it's my narrative. I get to decide <laughs> what they look like. Um, and by using my vision-enhancing goggles, I can actually like increase the magnification level 
into the thousands to carefully analyze each article clothing to check for trackers or bugs or listening devices. Mm-hmm. Enhanced. Enhanced. <laughs> like a close-up shot of um of gadget like turning little dials on on her around her lenses and stuff like dialing it in and yeah you could you could zoom it in and some of these clothes are somewhat unusual maybe it's like some fabrics you're not familiar with but they look like clothes like i said it's the top layer time to peel back the layers then okay (laughs) so you kind of start removing you know a a pair of pants uh, some shirts uh probably some I don't know, do they have socks in the Reverend Assemblage? I'm going to rule that they don't have socks in the Reverend Assemblage. Um, <laughs> uh, until eventually you you your finger kind of scrapes across like um something that like feels metallic and, and kind of heavy. I knew it! <laughs> well, I guess I should study this thing and see what it is. <laughs> you're, you're not just gonna focus on the fact that, that you didn't find any socks. <laughs> Just another reason to be suspicious of the replicant assemblage. (laughs) Um, I don't think you need to make a roll. Well, okay. I did say it was you're in a risky position here. So I think, tell you what, make a study gather information roll to see how, um, kind of like how much you can gather here before you feel like you need to start packing it up. That's just when you roll without putting values, right? Yep. Dang. Okay. So what you get from this is you kind of unearth, like, it's like a metal helmet. Uh, and it has this really delicate, like, it has this kind of, like, ornate uh, filigree. It looks very fancy. Uh, it also looks kind of old. And you start to pull out, there's like a little, there's a little breastplate, too. Um, and next to it is another, a case that looks like it's about maybe, um, like, it looks like kind of like that briefcase, but smaller. It's like, maybe, I don't know, a a foot, a foot and a half long by like a foot wide. Um, I'm making hand signals like our podcast listeners will see that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, and you know you, the the case is closed. It seems like there's something heavy in there. You could like pick it up. You actually maybe feel like a little bit of, uh, it, like a little sloshing, um. But that is the point when you hear Chalice stopping, <laughs> no longer talking up there. Uh, and some you know, I think that's when we cut back to Augustine and, uh, Chalice and Quell, as uh, Chalice says, ah, and that is the end of part one. yeah um quell kind of sits there uh looking contemplative and perhaps a little overwhelmed and says that was extremely educational (laughs) thank you it won an award does quell drink (laughs) sometimes Um, sometimes like like probably fifteen minutes in, Augustine would have just pulled out another glass and handed it to Quell. 
Because <laughs> this is mildly interesting to Augustine, but it probably means absolutely nothing to Quill. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, Augustine. Yeah, I was going to say, Quill, I mean, Quill would find it interesting in the sense that it's a place that she's never been and never met anyone from before, but uh, I mean, Quill's never had a formal education and isn't mm-hmm. used to sitting in one place for long periods of time. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's kind of like, wow, this is a lot. This whole thing is a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah augustine was, would have still been sipping on the brandy but it, it's not a a numbing drink it's a mm-hmm. this is entertainment drink yeah it's a, <laughs> a studious brandy <laughs> the entertainment brandy as opposed to the numbing brandy <laughs> yeah. uh and i think chalice kind of closes their eyes uh and they like smile for a moment and they're like ah, yes Thank you for listening. I, I'm sorry. I, I've been going on for a while. Um, maybe I can tell you the rest once we once we arrive at port. That sounds good. I bet there's a lot of people who would like to hear more about this place. I don't think many people have met people from what is it, the Reverend Assemblage? Is that what you called it? A plus. <laughs> that means good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, my my name is Quell. It starts with a Q. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I got it right. Um, I do have a question, though. It seems like you're very, very passionate about your home. Has there ever been a group of people or a Landberg that's joined that doesn't want to be part of the system? They don't want to be a part of the Republic? Well, once they're part of the landmass, what would be the point of trying to stay separate? You're already there, right? But what if, uh, what if a landbrook joined the landmass and they said, "No, thank you. We want to do our own thing." Mm, I've never heard of anything like that. Hmm. kind of makes a face like that doesn't seem normal. People like to do <laughs> their own thing all the time. Uh huh. And uh, anyway, Chalice kind of thinks about it for a moment and, sh- and shakes their head and says, well, anyway, um, I think I might take a nap before we arrive. I, I want to be nice and fresh when we lay eyes on Arvalon for the first time. A nap? Yeah. You know what naps are, right? You do those out here. Sort of. I mean... <laughs> come, come, come on, I'll, I'll show you, I'll show you. Uh, <laughs> are you gonna show me what a nap is i mean sleeping is something that we do when we have the time and the safety to do it i mean captain maybe captain naps you captain? <laughs> I, I mean uh, i close my eyes the captain never sleeps there's only one person who pilots this ship (laughs) it's gotta be nerve wracking Augusta naps you'll catch him like sitting in his chair with his feet up on the wheel with his eyes closed (laughs) (laughs) we call that autopilot (laughs) (laughs) oh so napping is what you call it when you're doing your work with your eyes closed. <laughs> uh, and they um, they start they start heading down. They're like, "Oh, we're we're perfectly safe here, right?" As they you know, kind of clap, clap down the um, 
down the ramp down to the cargo area uh, you know I, I just i just want to be nice and fresh and look at it all with fresh eyes i've i've only heard a few things about arbalon it's it's almost entirely new to me so i'm just really looking forward to it uh and that's when they kind of come around the corner uh and you had enough time because you succeeded on that roll so what mm-hmm. do they see when they when they get around the corner uh <laughs> chalice and i'm assuming quell is coming yes okay well i definitely want you said it was a smaller case right uh yeah there was a smaller case inside the big trunk that kind of looked like a small suitcase but it, it probably doesn't have the handle it just has like the the uh, latches Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I shoved that into Myriad's uh, hands. Wait, we have <laughs> to close my... <laughs> the case back up, though, right? The trunk? Yeah. You'll have to. You'll have time to close the trunk as long as you start getting everything sorted when you hear them. And, yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, I, I shove the the tiny case into Myriad's arms while I quickly take their clothes and shove it back into the suitcase and close it. And if time allows, kick it into the corner behind the other crates. Wait, that way, if all the if all the clothes are misaligned, it's because oh shoot, darn it! You know how suitcases fall on airships. That happens. Sorry. Wait, <laughs> so you're putting the traveling trunk in the in the smuggling Not- hole too? Oh shoot, that's right. We're in a different area now. Yeah. Well, it's it's not that far. Back up. Yeah, no, no, no. We're we're not going to move the the traveling trunk. I am going to close it though. Yeah. So you're close. You're getting the traveling trunk all sorted, uh, and you're keeping the little case you found. We're pilfering the little case. Okay. You know, I I you know I I know our captain told us not to mess around with our guests' belongings, but after our little chat during uh, Augustine's eyes last downtime, I'm wondering what their ties to the Assemblinati are. So maybe there's a reason why they didn't want me to mess around with their things. Wait, I don't have anywhere to put this small thing. Uh, yeah, that's your problem now. I'm taking care of the traveling case. <laughs> I mean, you could just hide it in your bunk, like you all, or sling. <laughs> but they're coming down right now. I don't have anywhere to put it like right now while they're coming down. You can sit on it. You can. What I don't do you know. do, Miriam? You can throw my bug away. <laughs> I throw it back at. I throw it back at Gadget. I'm like, no, I'm not carrying this. <laughs> and normally, my bug out bag is very well organized because you never know when you need the items in your bag. Uh-huh. But for right now, I'm just shoving the small case in there. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, I think they round the corner and you feel pretty good about it. You look back and you notice that there's sort of like a, your bug out bag is like, there's like a bump on the end of it, <laughs> like a weird little like corner. Cause it's just, it's just sitting on top and you had to like pull it tight. But, um, I mean, you know, as long as Chalice isn't like inspecting your bug out bag, it'll, you'll probably be okay. <laughs> uh, and yeah, they say, okay, so Quell, when you want to nap. You just <laughs> you just climb into your bed or uh, whatever you call these things, and you just lay down. And sometimes, sometimes you ask somebody to wake you up in a few hours. But I think, actually, yes, wake me up as soon as we can see Arbalon. And then you just lay down <laughs> and you go to sleep for a while, and that's all. But how is that different from sleeping when you tend to sleep at night? Is it just because it's at the daytime? 
It's shorter. That's the key difference. Well, what's the point of that? It's refreshing. You should try it. Is it? Well, try I it. mean, sometimes I fall asleep because I'm exhausted. And sometimes I sleep because I'm bored, although not often. I don't think <laughs> I've ever slept for refreshment. I have to ask, is Quell kind of messing with Chalice at this point? Or is Quell just truly find the concept of naps completely alien? I think a little of column A, a little of column B. <laughs> I mean, this is one of those things where, aside from the very small children with the mother of many, you don't really have time to nap. I mean, you're working all day and then you're scrapping away at night trying to, you know, find sustenance and, Mm -hmm. you know, you've got lots of things to do. And, you know, the idea of just sleeping as as a pleasurable luxury is, I mean, it's not completely unheard of, but it's not something that Quell would tend to do very often. Right. I think that's another impression you got from their their essay reading is that the river and assemblage doesn't seem to have a whole lot of scarcity, at least not that not that this uh, 15 or 16 year old emissary is uh, is representing. Hmm. Well, maybe I'll give it a shot at some point if I ever (laughs) have time and the inclination to do so. (laughs) You really should, they say, as they kind of like nestle their head back into their pillow um, and, and and start to nap. They just go to sleep? Like just like, They could close their eyes. They're, <laughs> well, they're in their bunk. This is where you all, the cargo hold is where you guys sleep. <laughs> Remember? So Quill kind of stands there for a little bit. Like, is is this person really just curling up and going to sleep right now? And then it's like, okay, then. Well, <laughs> I see. I see how this is. And then wanders out. 